trust to know that, you know, my body could do what it needed to do and that he had his particular journey. And now I often say to mothers that we have the birth we need in order to transform into the mother that this baby has come for. There's a bridge that we all have to walk across into motherhood and that bridge is your transformation. And it's likely the most intense thing that we're gonna do in our lives. Regardless of how it happens, we have to cross that. We believe that not just babies are born, mothers are born too. We're your hosts, Lara, a labor and delivery nurse and aspiring midwife, and Melissa, a mother and doula. Welcome to Motherbirth, a space for thought-provoking and inspirational conversations about birth and the deep exploration of what it means to become a mother. Hi everyone, welcome to the show. Laura and I are here today with a special guest from way, 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 way down south in Australia. Uh, Lauren Falconer is joining us from Sydney today, and Lauren is a um, a yoga teacher, uh, a childbirth educator, and she does some really incredible work around supporting women through the different you know elements of the transition to motherhood, which we're really excited about. So, Lauren, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, hi. It's so great to be here and to be chatting with you both and to all you beautiful women listening. I'm Lauren Falconer and I am a mum. My little boy just turned 10, which I can hardly believe. And I have two beautiful stepchildren as well who are almost 21 and 19. And I live in Sydney, Australia. I live in a beautiful place called Palm Beach, which is about an hour from actual Sydney centre. So we live with lots of wildlife and water and it's really beautiful. Um, I'm the director of the LifePod, which is my company, and I'm the creator of my online birthing course, Spirit Birth. And I'm a doula. I've been a doula since I fell pregnant. I'm a calm birth educator, a yoga teacher, and currently doing an apprenticeship with the School of Shamanic Womancraft. So I'm diving deeply into all the women's mysteries and and what it means. So I like that. Yeah. So you don't have very much going on. No. What you're saying. Mostly I know just I, sitting around all day yeah. listening to birds chirp. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a lot going on. And when I say it, I'm, it's quite, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. I'm busy. That's <laughs> crazy. Well, we, we can't wait to dive into all of that. That all sounds amazing. And we'll be able to give our listeners a chance to, you know, learn more about what you're doing and any of the things you're doing that, that they can have access to and be involved Ooh. with. So, so that'll be great. Um, Lauren, tell us a little bit about kind of what brought you to birth work. I know you have a 10-year-old. What was, what was that experience like? Well, before my son, I was an actress, and that, was, that had been my whole life, that I had done that since I could remember. And mm-hmm. I had trained at a, a really fabulous drama school in the UK. And it's kind of a bit of a weaving around story, but from Sydney to London was very intense. and. I found a yoga studio over there that was so beautiful and it became my sanctuary. And Mm -hmm. then that took me to yoga teaching. And from yoga teaching, one of the first classes I started teaching was prenatal yoga. And I'd never done it before, but was so keen to work with these women and did and loved it. And then from there fell pregnant, but was already a little bit in that world. And that was it. The falling pregnant was just this catalyst that I think for so many women, it, it, it's like this. It just, it changed my life in so many ways. And that was mm-hmm. really what took me to, to birth work. And I wanted to know everything. And I, I felt like I didn't know very much at that point. So yeah, I dived so deeply into it all and straight away found how I could become a doula. And I did that while I was pregnant. And then I went and did the Calm Birth Weekend, which is a really popular birthing education course in Australia Hmm. and loved it and just felt what a difference it it made because when I was pregnant, so many fears came up that were unexpected and that I knew were not going to help me during that experience Mm, at all. So when I went and did that and I just, I I really felt the power of preparation and Hmm. I felt the women's mysteries and I felt the spiritual aspect to this experience. And the whole thing just changed my life. And I think after birthing my baby, I wanted to share that with other women so much. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how it happened. I 
had my baby and after four months I started my my business which was and a whole other story and <laughs> and really a little crazy yeah. to start something at four when you've got a four-month-old baby <laughs> yeah I but have a four-month-old right now so yeah yeah see <laughs> it's possible really, right it's possible <laughs> and do you know the thing I felt was I was in so much creation at that time I had created this baby mm-hmm. I had birthed this baby and I felt so full of all of that, that, that life. And I wanted to mm-hmm. share it while it was so in me. Um, I now know that it's still in me and not going anywhere, but yeah. Right. Yeah. It was amazing. Actually amazing time. Yeah. It sounds, I, I love the way you just described that, like the season of creation. And I think that so many times being pregnant, you know, can be a, a draining and exhausting experience for women. And and there can be a lot of focus on that and obviously oh. transitioning to having a newborn and, you know, caring for a child can be, you know, can be really a, a crazy time in women's lives too. And I'm sure that you also experience that, but I love how you're able to really focus on and remember it as this time of creation, this time where you were just so full of this creative energy that gave you so many different opportunities. Yeah. And yeah. I like that you talked about being called to this work just because I feel like some people, you know, like you said, some of it can come from a personal experience and some of it can come from just an an activation. So your activation happened to be your personal experience, but I have Mm -hmm. so many friends who do this work and it, it was like they, when they look back on it, it's like one day or something happened or a movement in my life. And I felt like this was my call. And I just started taking the steps, you know, you started, you know, you did doula training and it happened, you know, quickly for you versus maybe some other folks. But I feel like oftentimes people don't know where to start. And I think it's following that call, mm-hmm. like listening to that voice. And that's really important because not everybody it, has that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I think that um, when something is so strong in you, regardless of what that is, it's impossible not to to follow it. And mm-hmm. I um, at that time was very attached to my acting work and it was a very strange feeling that my life's calling had just dropped in my lap and I think that's how I kept describing it at that time it was that I found what I was meant to do in this world and now I find that I'm melding my acting ability and work in with what I'm doing as similar to what you ladies are doing as well to be able to express it and share it with other people and yeah. I think that's something that's mm-hmm. it's just a really beautiful vehicle to be able to share with lots of women and normalize yeah. this experience too and, and normalize but also bring it back to the sacred as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, we can't wait to hear more about your perspective on that, you know, with yeah. the work you do with Spirit Birth, mm-hmm. but I love that and I love the language you use around intuition and that is very much what we talk about on the show and in you know our our lives as well is just that that listening you know that that um inner very it, it is it is a very spiritual experience and you know people listening to the show have all kinds of different backgrounds and you know belief belief sets and all of that but i think that we you know we all experience maybe sometimes through different lenses, but we all, we all experience the transformation of motherhood as a very spiritual time and a very spiritual experience. So tell us, tell us a little bit about what the transition to motherhood was like for you and, and just how you actually felt about being a mother when your son was young. Mm. Giving birth. Well, I, yeah. yeah. Tell us about giving birth too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I felt young. I mean, I know I wasn't particularly young. I was 30 when I had Phoenix, but I I felt quite young. And I feel like I wasn't particularly prepared, actually, at all, really, for that transition. And I mean that in I was prepared as in I'd done this doula training and I'd done calm birth and all of that stuff. But I felt this, this kind, this lacking in terms of having had stories told to me from a young age or I hadn't, I didn't have this uh, full and whole picture of what it was like to give birth or to be a mother. I feel Mm. now I talk about it a little bit in terms of we have all these holes in our stories for a lot of us, not for everybody, of course, but there was quite a lot of holes for me in terms of my pictures around 
what I could visualize around the birthing experience and the mothering Mm -hmm. experience. And I find that women definitely have that at the moment in terms of images that we are given. It it really focuses on one particular part of birth, which is the second stage labor and when babies are being born. And in Mm -hmm. terms of mothering also, I think that's true. You said before that, you know, sometimes we're focusing on um, how tired we can get through the mothering experience or how stressful that can be. And there is these certain focuses that we have. So there's bits missing. And that, that definitely yeah. is what it was like for me. So at 30 and becoming a mom, um, I was a little shocked by that experience. And, and I didn't feel like I had that preparation where I'd had women talking to me and guiding me. And my mother did a great job, but I think back to the way women used to live perhaps in these communities and they would see their aunties breastfeeding and birthing Mm -hmm. and their friends and their cousins and there was such a community around that um, that the wisdom was really shared. And so I guess for me one of the main things was I had no idea that my identity was going to completely shift Mm -hmm. and that becoming a mother was my whole world was just spinning around and would never really feel the same. And I remember that when I came home from birthing Phoenix, I felt as if it's kind of a weird feeling, but I felt it was the same feeling as when you, when someone breaks up with you, that's the only way I can describe it. Mm. It was like, everything looked different. Everything felt different. And it wasn't a, a sad, it wasn't a sadness as like when someone breaks up with you, but it was just that feeling of now life is different. Mm-hmm. Life is really from this moment forward, life is going to be really different. And yeah. I wasn't particularly prepared for that. So in the beginning, there was, there was definitely some adjusting to do and the transition was a little bumpy. And I guess I definitely felt a loneliness at that mm-hmm. time. Um, but it, I obviously moved through it and, and got the support that I needed and, and talked to other mothers and women and just loved my baby and after you know that that initial transition I did start to realize okay things are really different and I need some support around that and Mm. and move forward from that point so birthing him was you know an incredible experience and now I guess I talk about that in terms of what I learned from the experience rather than Mm -hmm. you know how long it was or how short you know any of that kind of stuff but he certainly didn't come quickly Mm-hmm. So it taught me a lot about perseverance and patience and trust and trust to know that, you know, my body could do what it needed to do and mm-hmm, that he yeah. had his particular journey. And now I often say to mothers that we have the birth we need in order to transform into the mother that this baby has come for. And mm-hmm. I really, really believe that, that each experience is the one that we all need and that the baby needs. So. So birthing him was um, enlightening and awakening and something that will forever, you know, teach me about who I am and about who he is. Yeah. And um, I, being with women who birth every time, I just cannot believe the magnificence of women and really the depths that we go to in that experience. And all birth too. I think that's yeah. something I really speak to with women is that this can happen in so many ways and all the ways are very sacred and all the ways that it can unfold is teaching us what we need and mm. teaching our babies what they need as well. Yeah, that idea of, I think you said we have the birth we need to become the mothers we need to be. I mean, mm. that is that's kind of incredible. I feel like mm. we could go, we could dive into that for for a long time. I mean, it's so it's so incredible to see how how differently it can unfold and even you know for me I've had three babies now and they've all unfolded so differently and I I don't even you know look back and think of one as more ideal than the other even though you know on paper certainly like some would seem more ideal than others um there's just so much richness that that is added through through those experiences to who we are Mm, absolutely and isn't it incredible um just to really to feel into like what what did you learn from all those different experiences and like you said on paper one can look better and I feel like we really have that idea don't we in our world Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. a birth has to go this particular way for it to be a positive experience 
but I feel like every experience is can be positive if we are prepared for being okay with it to go in a different way. And I think that in mm-hmm. my birth education work, that is something that I really focus on for mums. So there's not that stress of it needs to be, you know, natural or vaginal or whatever it is that in fact, whatever it is, if you're prepared internally, then you can be in that yes mindset and you can really trust the situation and circumstances as they're unfolding. And it's exactly the same for life, isn't it? It's we can't plan. Mm-hmm can't plan for this life and certainly as a mom you don't know what little baby's coming either we can't plan for that and we need to be really internally centered and connected with our intuition like you were saying before that inner knowing really guides the way yeah Yeah, and I feel like that's such a good lesson to take into early motherhood as well is if you can kind of listen to that voice that says to that actually allows you to adapt and allows you mm-hmm. to listen to your baby and listen to yourself. Like you can bring the same kind of confidence that you might into a birth experience, which we tend to train for and educate for and kind of get a team for into that early motherhood stage. And mm-hmm. as you make decisions, have that same confidence. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so, a, yeah. that's so yeah. important to have that through line into motherhood? Because I'm, I'm not sure what you ladies think, but for me, there's quite a lot of focus on birth and mm-hmm. it is incredibly important. There's no doubt about it that women really need the preparation and, you know, for themselves to get to that place where they feel comfortable and they can do this. But this through line into motherhood is so paramount that mamas have that, like just what you said, that same feeling that if I can do it in birth and I can trust my intuition, then of course I can do that in the birthing experience, in the mothering experience, when they've got this little baby yeah. at home. And, and yeah, it's, it's so important. Yeah, and I think where it can become so, so difficult to make that transition from something that, you know, you've pre- for many women who prepare so much for birth and, you know, take classes and courses and do all of these different things, um, the truth is, is that birth is, it is an event. It is like this time locked experience that is absolutely of paramount importance, but it is, it is an event. And being a mother is on the other hand, (laughs) something that is interminable in its Mm -hmm. quality. Um, you know, and, and it's (laughs) those, you know, the, the moments that, that require so much of you as a mother, and birth is is one of those moments, but it's just one of those moments, and you'll have mm. so many, so many, so many more of them as as a mother. And and you know, you were talking just a bit ago about um, you know just how things go, and and sort of like we always talk about holding holding birth with an open hand, and I think the same is true of motherhood. We've been we've just been releasing a couple of episodes. Um, that are talking about creating a birth plan. And I, I love what you're saying. So Laura said in the second episode, something about, you know, a birth plan goes south when it becomes about control. And what it really needs to be about is confidence. And that is true in birth. That's true in motherhood. Like when we hold on to these things with such tight hands, when we want to control every variable, that's when, you know, that's when we really, really lose ourselves and we lose sight of what's you know, we lose sight of our children, we lose sight of the, the experience that we're having, and certainly get disconnected from our intuition. Mm, absolutely. That just when you were saying that it, this thing comes to mind, aligning with life, and mm. being able to really align with what is unfolding in front of you in the moment, and whether that is birth or motherhood or relationships and whatever it is. But when we can actually be with what is is so powerful and to Mm. trust that what is unfolding is for you it's not happening to you it's happening for the your greatest good and the greatest good of Mm. your baby Um, Mm. and i think that it's so important isn't it not to have that that tight control around planning this experience because it's not it's just can't you can't really do that with this and what a lesson that is isn't it for motherhood it's um Mm -hmm. there is no planning there is absolutely yeah. no planning in the motherhood journey. And the more I think about that and the more I work with moms and my own experience, I feel like what an incredible time to be preparing through pregnancy to really give yourself to that yeah. preparation with a through line into, into motherhood. 
And it just will help women, I feel, so much. And it's something I feel strongly about is that initial postpartum period and having mums feel that they are um, able and confident and supported and connected and all of that and not lost in that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to yeah. listen to that episode about the, the, the birth plan. I think that's going to be yeah, so great. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just right now editing the second yeah. half of it and it's, it's just really, really good. And I love, you know, the perspective that Lara brings to it because she is, you know, she's done you know, doula work and supported mothers in that way. She's now been a labor and delivery nurse for a few years. And, you know, so she gets to see it from, from, from that side of it as well. And, you know, believing all the things that we believe about birth and yet seeing like how, you know, how we hold this actually, like not only does it affect our experience, but it it can actually affect the outcome. And I think, again, to use that same language, that's true of birth, but it's true of motherhood. Like, I have, you know, I, I definitely experience anxiety and that's one of the hallmarks of my journey with motherhood and the, you know, the, the tighter I hold on to whatever it is that's happening specifically with my older son, like the worse it goes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a direct correlation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I think that isn't, it's, I've always felt like Phoenix is my complete mirror as well Mm -hmm. and whatever is going on with me is going on with him and it's such a a great way to see where I'm at I feel is to look to my to my son and see where he's at yeah and it's quite revealing of the yeah the mothering journey and how I'm going with that yeah that's actually I feel like that's advice like look at your look at where your child or your children are at and that is very reflective of where you're at that's a really it's like almost like a like a practice, you know, like something you can, something you can do. Mm. I feel like that for my relationship as well with my husband. I feel like if I can look to see what's happening with him, it's very reflective of where I'm at as well. And I think Mm -hmm. now I'm finally beginning to understand that there's no changing anybody else. And to just go inside and check in with yourself and be able to take hold of your, or take responsibility for your own state of being and when we can shift and make a change internally that it's going to ripple out and especially impact our children and our the people that are closest to us mm-hmm. so that's been a big one for me really yeah taking responsibility of who I am and how I'm speaking and and seeing that in my family yeah mm. all right so Lauren you shared that um you have become a doula while you're pregnant yeah. and started mm-hmm. your business. I'm mm-hmm. kind of interested to see how that grew and then changed into what you're doing now. Mm. Well, I, I, so part of starting the life pod, um, originally I started this small studio in a terrace house that we lived in, in, um, in Sydney. And I just, I wanted to make it the most beautiful space that I could for mothers. And I was fresh in that journey, like I said, and, was really important to me that these women felt like they had a safe space to come. When mm-hmm. I look back, that is really what I wanted so fiercely to create was this space where they didn't feel judged, where they could be themselves, they could speak freely. And, and that's how it grew. It grew from that. And I started really just like flyer dropping and trying to tell, trying to get the word out there. And, and it really grew a lot. And in, in nine years or 10 years, my business has grown and I have worked with thousands of women over the years and a lot of prenatal yoga and mm. then birth education and working now with the School of Shamanic Womancraft and in the Women's Mysteries. And it's just been this natural progression of I'm a big studier, so this, this progression of moving from one thing to the next and I have this insatiable appetite to learn more and to be able to share more and dive deeper and so that's all happened over the years. And then starting to bring things online was really because I wanted to be able to share it with more women. But also mm-hmm. I found that this idea of like a weekend preparation or um, a yoga class when you could get to it, it's great. And I know that it's so helpful. But I just felt like if women could have access to these things in their home, then perhaps it would make it easier for them to have daily practice. And Mm -hmm. it's become a 
very clear to me that daily practice is so important in for all of us, for all of us in, in whatever we're doing in our lives. But if we can have that opportunity to daily check in and do a few things to connect us with our intuition, to fine tune our ability to relax, to align with life, to be with what is, um, to have some space as a mama, to just breathe. Um, is really important. So that was that's how it kind of led mm-hmm. into into that. But I love holding space for women and that's been a big element of my business. Just like opening the doors, holding space for pregnant women and for mums to to be, to just mm-hmm. be themselves. Um, but for me the preparation piece it's a big one and I I feel like that yeah that gift of doing something daily for for ourselves is important, but it's a hard one to do because we're busy and we really just have to do it rather than wait for the motivation. It's, mm-hmm. it's just do it to find the motivation and to um, come back to that place inside of yourself that, yeah, like we were talking about, is that inner knowing, that intuition. And, and regardless of our faith, um, like you said, we all have that, that peace inside of us, that, that mm-hmm. knowing. So my business has really come from that, that there's that kind of centerpiece of, of mm-hmm. connecting in for, for mamas and how do we do that practically in our lives. So the, the journey to the online um, has been really kind of ignited from that. And I love online study. I'm not sure if you ladies have, have engaged in that, but for me, I've just loved being able to work with people that perhaps are in a different country or have access to things whenever I, I need it or want it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been, yeah, that, that journey to that has really come from my love of it as well, the yeah, convenience I, of it. Yeah, I've found that to be true, you know, and I think that what you have built and what you offer is is really kind of both like you're you're both creating physical presence and physical space for women to you know to like you said experience safety and experience community and support and all of these things but you're also extending it beyond because not everybody lives in a town where there's a fantastic yoga studio down the street or where they have you know access to an incredible childbirth education or preparation class that just doesn't exist everywhere and even where it does like you're saying like not everyone has has the time or sometimes Mm -hmm. you know the the energy in that season of their life to go and be you know hanging out in some you know church or basement or hospital you know room or you know whatever that is um I think it's I think it's huge and I I love to kind of coming back to what we were talking about earlier, like this idea that we have the birth we need to become the mothers, you know, we need to be this idea that birth goes so many different ways. And I think personally, and I'm curious what both of you would say to this, I think there's kind of this idea, or maybe we could even call it a myth that, you know, the only kind of people that would, you know, take a childbirth preparation class like this would be someone that is, you know, really like crunchy or someone that like is 100% sure that they're, you know, going to do natural childbirth or, you know, planning a home birth or, you know, any of these things that is is just not true and applicable to every woman. And I think that sometimes people think that that's the only people that, that choose to do something like that. And I also think that sometimes people choose not to engage in something like that because they think, well, you know, I'm, I think I probably want an epidural. So I probably, you know, a a class like that would not, you know, would not suit me because they're just going to like hammer, you know, down my throat that like, you can, you know, the only way you can do this and be, you know, be successful is to have a, you know, to have an unmedicated birth. And so I think that ends up being like a barrier for women who are like, I don't know for sure what I want or how it will go. And or I think I I think I am going to want these other, you know, these other tools. Mm. So I'm, I'm curious what your experience has been, Lauren, over the years as you've had like, you know, helped so many women through this time and and just seen the the variety of women who who choose to take this kind of path of, of really like preparing for for childbirth. Yeah. I, oh, it's so interesting. That isn't it. I really do feel like it is a myth and I have seen that a lot and, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it makes me really sad. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of a, there's a bit of a myth as well 
um, that you don't have to prepare for a cesarean birth. Sure. And like I'll get people phoning me saying, I'm, I think now I have to have a cesarean. I don't think it's going to be really applicable for me. And I'm always mm. like, no, no, um, oh, you're, you're, regardless of how you do this, this is the biggest transformation of your life. And I talk about mm-hmm. it as in there's this bridge there's a bridge that we all have to walk across into motherhood and that bridge is your transformation and it's likely the most intense thing that we're going to do in our lives mm-hmm. regardless of how it happens we have to cross that and we need to prepare for that experience so mm-hmm. again regardless epidural cesarean birth not we're all transforming into mothers it's a mm-hmm. metamorphosis it's like you're the caterpillar that goes into the cocoon and you completely completely transform and then you come out the mm-hmm. other the other side right and the caterpillar the caterpillar when it becomes the butterfly has to get through the cocoon it has to bust through and there is intensity in that mm-hmm. and i feel like it doesn't matter if it's a vaginal birth or how how a natural unmedicated cesarean birth whatever it's your beautiful transition, your initiation into motherhood. That is yeah. huge. It's the biggest thing that we do, first time, second time, third time, whatever. And yeah. we all need help and we all need love and kindness and compassion and understanding and community. And it's so my hope and dream yeah. that we all start to think, let's just prepare for birth. Let's prepare for birth and motherhood. Let's not focus on the ways in which that's going to happen. But mm-hmm. I totally agree. And yes, I have seen that a lot, that there is this kind of this, this myth. And I feel like women are scared and I feel like sometimes their partners don't want to come with mm-hmm. them perhaps too. I think that I've seen that's quite a big thing also. And it's very, it, it's confronting, isn't it, to prepare yeah. for this. So um. <clears throat> But if, if women can start to feel less judgment and just that we're all doing this together, yes. that we're all just going to cross mm-hmm. that bridge, it really doesn't yeah. matter. And I do encourage women to, when they talk about their birth experience, um, to, to just general people, like people that in general that might be asking, I say, like, tell people the gift of what it was rather than the actual timings and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Like tell mm-hmm. them what you learned from it so that they don't even know if you had a cesarean birth or a vaginal birth. They just are hearing your story from such a rich and different perspective. So they don't just have those images in their mind of what actually happened, if that makes sense. So Yeah, those those metrics. <clears throat> yeah, I think we definitely need to talk about that. There's you know, there's there's, there's definite times so we do need to talk about that. But I think that in general, if you're just speaking to someone that you bumped into in the supermarket, for example, that you could yeah. share like the gift of your experience that then empowers that woman um and makes her feel more confident too. I've always just been so fascinated with the idea and the reality that most people who tell their story loud and proud, it's negative. Mm. And I feel like if you, you know, if, if you, anyone goes down the Google rabbit hole on birth stories online, it's going to be a lot of negative stories mm. and a lot of traumatizing events. And I think that, you know, after the time I've spent in this world, I understand it. And I think a lot of it comes from people trying to process their own trauma Absolutely. I totally agree. I think it comes from a place of wanting to connect in that. If you, especially if you feel like you have lost something or you missed out because maybe your birth didn't go the way you had anticipated or wanted. But I think it also comes because people don't share, like you're saying, birth as a gift. I have plenty of friends on either side, people who on paper, again, we're talking about on paper, their birth was perfect. It went, it was yeah. fast. It was easy to stay unmedicated. Everyone was healthy. You know, it, you know, whatever, whatever qualities that people are looking for in a birth that they would see as successes, those people rarely share their stories because it's not exciting or interesting. Right. And I'm like, I need you to share this gift with other people because I believe that it is a gift. And then I have friends who on paper maybe had everyone's worst nightmare. You know, I have a friend that had a four day labor and she will share it as a gift. Because yeah. she has made that transformation in herself, like you're talking about, Lauren. She yeah. sees it as a gift, even though on you know from someone else's perspective or on paper, it kind of it doesn't you know it wasn't a gift. Mm. And so I think that that's so important as we encourage women as as they go through 
whatever their experience is, it, you need to find that place where you look at your child because you look at your child and and you experience that. No matter what happens before that birth, you know, every hour until the minute your baby's out is over in a way. It's a new thing that has started as soon as the baby's out. And I think women need that work, that spiritual, that deep spiritual work of understanding that process and viewing it as a gift, like you're saying. Yeah. yeah, that's it's such a it's such a powerful thing for mm-hmm. um yeah for women to be able to dive into that work and what a beautiful time to do it through their through pregnancy when you're in so mm-hmm. much growth and you're so expanded in your perceptions and intuition and I feel like what a what an mm-hmm. amazing time to be able to just slow down and process and you know really be able to expand into that experience and grow yourself it's such a personal growth experience um but laura just to touch on what you were saying about women processing their their birth i feel i don't know how you guys feel about this but i feel like every woman should be speaking to somebody after her birth i feel like there needs a there needs to be this space for a woman to have the chance to really express herself um Mm -hmm. and maybe not a a family member or a friend or her husband but somebody that she can go to I see this as being something in our culture worldwide that women who birth babies have this support after they've had their babies so that they can process their birth trauma or any any experience whether it looks really positive or or however it's unfolded that we have that space that we care so deeply for women and their babies that we give that that opportunity for women to process this very huge experience because birth as you both know is it's it's a physical embodied experience it's not mm-hmm. it's not just all the knowledge that we acquire because women ha- they acquire so much knowledge around birth which is amazing but then we also get to do the birth and we go wow this is that the knowledge crown kind of comes crashing down and we are it's a full physical embodied experience and mm-hmm. yeah there's so much processing that needs to happen after that agreed mm. i think that um when you know melissa's point about people looking at birth classes on the outside i'm always shocked at how few people now are interacting with a birth course um, mm-hmm. childbirth education used to be all but required once it was instituted yeah. um, you know, basically you saw your provider for a limited amount of, this is at least in America, you saw your provider for a limited amount of visits, but really you, they prescribed you to go to this course as they yeah. kind of recognize that divide that you're talking about, Lauren, the like, we've moved out of communities that birth together into separate homes, into separate lives where we don't share those experiences with our our family. We don't see it growing up. They saw that need and actually met it like childbirth education evolved from that that's where it came out and a lot of time a lot of places it was the 70s and 80s where women started to to have their own experience and say oh I want to develop an educational program because I needed that and I didn't have it so women became childbirth educators hospitals paid for that program hospitals paid I mean they let women go to these classes for free that's where Lamaze came from um you know those kind of advents of education came from that deficit and now what's happening is you know, a lot of provider, you know, a lot of places don't pay for it. So it's a cost. Yeah, um, yeah. And then in addition, I feel like a lot of people feel like it's something they don't need. And for various reasons, I think, you know, you guys hit on some of them. Some of them is, oh, I don't think I need it because I want to get an epidural or, oh, I don't think I need it because I trust my doctor, which I'm so excited. If you trust your doctor and midwife enough mm-hmm. to <laughs> think you don't need any education, they must be awesome. <laughs> but also just I think it has gone out of style because people don't want to give up Friday nights for six weeks sure. or they don't want to give up two weekends kind of like we're sharing you know and so I am excited about the thing like your option to do things online because I feel like that really meets with where culture is at Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that it becomes that bridge like you're talking about you know in a different Mm -hmm. way I I hope it's a it kind of helps people if there's more access and more options hopefully more people will be participating because I think everyone needs childbirth education you might even need it and you've already had a baby Right. You might benefit yeah. from it. Yeah. Yeah, I because think a lot of mothers that are coming to me now have they they've had the baby and they've done the childbirth education and they 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 do need it again. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. so important. Mm. And sometimes they maybe need 
a different perspective or, you know, to do some deeper work because, you know, there are also some of the things that people have access to, you know, maybe more practical in nature or um, in, in a lot of cases when people take courses through, you know, their, their local hospital, they're, they're fairly, I mean, they're basically, some of them are just glorified hospital orientations, you know? So I think that it can be, I think the women can go through that experience. And I can say this is true for myself. You can, you know, have, have a, a hospital birth, even that goes just fine, but where you really realize like, whoa, I was on these, in these ways, I was not prepared. And I think that a lot of it is like the spiritual, emotional component. It's the part where you're like, I was not I was not prepared for what birth would ask of me, like not just physically, but what it would like, where it would ask me to go. And like, what, like, what would, what, what I would be left with afterwards when I'm now like in this bonding period with my baby and making that massive transition, like where, where's the, you know, the spiritual and emotional groundwork that we're doing to really, really make that the, just the most um, beautiful and healthy transition it can be. Mm. simple things too isn't it like teaching a mother how to breathe I know it sounds just so simple but that's just even just that one element that they can you know be using something like that straight after their baby's born to just help them with that creating the oxytocin and feeling comfortable Mm -hmm. and feeling safe and then even that one thing they take it home with them and then when they have a baby that's crying for 30 minutes and they don't know what to do they know that they can take care of their own internal state and that they can breathe and that they can mm-hmm. then just welcome in what's happening and again like we were talking about align with life rather than go something's wrong and i'm wrong and you know why is this happening so yeah i think with this kind of birth education that these these small practical pieces that we can offer is so important to to mm-hmm. mothers and the mm-hmm. simplicity i think keeping things simple um but really tools that mothers can really use um has been my the thing that i found to be most valuable i guess for for mothers in birth education yeah who would you say over the years has impacted you the most in in the birth world or you know in your work in mm. as a as a yoga practitioner I know you mentioned you're also taking um you're studying now doing this what did you call it is a shamanic it's um, the school of shamanic womancraft yeah yeah so it's um okay yeah that's it's very interesting and just very briefly it's about it is about women's mysteries but it's about living in alignment with the cycles and seasons and the the Mm. seasons of our of our life so in our conversation today it would be very much focused around going from the maiden season of your life to the mothering season Mm-hmm. of your life and our culture is quite obsessed with the maiden the young the young woman and the young beautiful woman and all of that um and then the mothering season of our lives is is really though when we're in our the, the most creative time of our lives like we mm-hmm. are creating babies and and doing um work in the world and all of that kind of stuff so that's been yeah. a big influence over the years but um gosh there's just been so many people that have influenced me over the years from Ina May Gaskin to Dr Sarah Buckley to Peter Jackson who founded Calm Birth to Pam England um so many yoga teachers and teachers who have taught me beautiful wisdom about prenatal and I think that mainly it's been mothers like really, mm. if I think about it, it's been these incredible students and mothers that I've seen over the years and I've been um, privileged enough to work with and watch and observe and to see what really works and what helps them. And mm. um, yeah, I think that really for me and women like you, like I've got to say, it's just having these communities and learning from each other has been so powerful for me and so inspiring. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the teachers are amazing. And my gosh, people have so much wisdom to share. But really, it is like, it's, it's this work with um, someone who's just the same as me and, and, and watching their, their transformation and experiencing my own. There's right. so much wisdom in my, in my own experience, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's the community piece is so huge. I mean, there's, there's just so much depth and richness there and I would completely agree that the most enriching aspects of my journey to motherhood and and the most influential aspects have been you know the women that are around me and it's you know sometimes it's women that are just in the same exact stage that I'm in and sometimes it's women that are a little bit ahead of me on the journey that I can you know I can look to and say okay like 
you know, it, it's like that, you know, that, that hand held out that's, that's reaching and saying like, mm-hmm. you can, you can do this, you can make it, you know, this is what's to come and mm-hmm. it's beautiful and it's full of life. And, you know, it's also full of, full of pain, just like where you are now, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that has been huge for me. I also love how you said that, you know, motherhood is the most creative time of life. I've really, really experienced that. Like when my first son was born, I feel like it, it, all of a sudden I was just like the most, I just had so much energy and I had so much, I had so many ideas and so many things I wanted to pursue. And, and I think that almost like kind of started to like Peter a little bit. And then my daughter was just born. And now I feel that, I mean, I wake up at night and I'm like, what about this? You know, like, it's just <laughs> such a creative time. I love that. Yes, it is. Um, if you have an image of the mothering years, it's a, it's a rose in full bloom. Mm-hmm. So the maiden years is the rose in the little bud that's, you know, perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like the Valentine rose that everybody wants. And then the mothering rose is it's just the petals are reaching out as far as, as she can. And um, that yeah. for me is such a beautiful image of mothering that we're so open and so receptive and so wanting to give and create and, and live these big full lives. Mm-hmm. And it, um, what an amazing time to be in creation like, and in alignment with that in terms of the cycles that are inside of us and really feeling the cycles that are inside of us. Mm. Oh, I love that, Lauren, because I feel like so many people would say that early motherhood is it closing off from things. Mm. Like you even yourself said that it was like a breakup. You left this part of you behind, mm-hmm. but to choose to see it as an open, a new open season where you're actually mm-hmm. fully experiencing life in a new way. I think that's a beautiful way to, to kind of write that story for yourself. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I think that there's something in like with the breakup story, there is something that dies inside of us and Mm -hmm. it is a big transition to move from the maiden to the mother. And we need to, I I have found that I had to say goodbye to a whole load of things. And that for me was the, the morning of that. I had to say goodbye to friends. I had to say goodbye to time, to long yoga practices, to, aspects of my relationship there were so many things that were closing um Mm -hmm. but yeah but with the closing something else has to open so then there is that full that full moon energy full bloom energy that comes um yeah and I feel like that's so healthy isn't it like we have to that things have to go things have to shift in order for something else to open up in our lives so yeah. yeah, for all those women out there that are feeling like there is all that closing off, just to really know that there is so much beauty opening up. Um, and it really also depends on where we place our attention and our focus, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true, because you, you can get so focused on, you know, that I haven't had a night out with my girlfriends in six months. And, you know, date night is a thing of the past. And, you know, when's the last time I peed on my own? Like, you know, it's very easy to focus on those things. <laughs> Um, but, but the truth is, is that there are so many other pieces of the journey that, that are also, are also there. And you're right. Like for there to be room for new life, something has to die. Something has to go. There's, you know, we only have, there's only so much room. So we, you know, we, we do experience loss, but we also, we gain so much. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, so tell us a little bit more and tell our listeners a little more about spirit birth and and what it is and Mm. you know how people can be involved yeah so it is a uh, it's an online program like I was saying and it is it's a program that takes women through birth education but I have really wanted to have it feel very sacred and very spiritual so I guess for me, the intention was to combine all of my loves being birth education and spirituality and yoga and meditation and, um, you know, making videos for women so it was easy for them to, to understand. And so spirit birth is a combination of all, all the things that I know really, really help women and their partners too. So it's in five different modules and there's there's different elements in, in each module, but the main thing is that there is an ebook in each module that's broken down into these beautiful bite-sized pieces. I wanted to make it so easy for mums to come in and, and to hit on the, the little piece about intuition and have three pages 
that they can read or two pages that's all beautifully designed and that was mm. another element for me that was important that I want women to come into a space that is gorgeous that they instantly jump into their membership hub and they feel relaxed just being in there and that's the feedback that yeah. I've got recently was that it's gorgeous and that it's easy and it's bite size. And for me, I was so happy to get that feedback because I really want it to be an easy experience mm -hmm. for the mothers. And I, I want it to be a daily experience. So the idea for Spirit Birth is that you would jump on and, and you can work through the modules as they go. There's five different modules and and you kind of look at what's, what's, what's there in terms of what's in the first module. And there is pieces on um, pain and how, how it actually helps us and your intuition and what's a doula and the mind-body connection. And so they can choose what do I want to look at today and what do I want to dive into. And then there's a yoga practice for each module, sometimes two, and there's different focuses like a hip opening practice or a heart opening practice. I've kept them all to around 20 minutes. So again, it's, it's easy and doable. There's mm -hmm. meditations in each module, and again, they're around 10 minutes. And there's a reflection sheet so women can print it off and just have this easy way to go, okay, yeah, this is what was in that module, and just like little reminders for themselves, and they can stick that up. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the design of it, that it's, that it's simple and gorgeous and easy, and, and it incorporates the yoga and the meditation with the birth education. There's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. For partners as well, I've made massage videos that the mamas can show their partners and they can practice together at home. Um, there's breathing videos that are the same thing, show your partner. So it's so important they know what you're doing and why you need to be doing that. And in fact, yeah. they do it themselves as well because no one wants to be coached during their birth. They want the person that's supporting them that is their doula. And for many women, that's their partner. They want mm -hmm. them to trust so much in the experience as well. And I found that if I just breathe the way that I feel like would be beneficial for my client who's laboring, then she will just pick up on that. Right. And that's kind of the idea for, for partners too. So Spirit Birth is very much has those pieces for them too. Um, and then it's community. So I have monthly calls and I'm really excited to do that where the women can jump on and ask questions. So it's kind of like having your own in a way not someone that's going to be there with you but someone you can jump on each month and go what about this and I've heard this and there's an opportunity to to ask questions and to to have um have their voice in that mm -hmm. in that way so yeah. it's it's really full there's a lot of information there's a lot of information on physiology and the way the uterine muscle works and what it needs to birth efficiently and effectively to breathing to conscious parenting and one of my favorite modules is the fifth module that's all around the mothering journey because I, I feel like sometimes, yeah, we do. We, we focus so much on the birth that we forget. And in that module, I've focused on the post-birth hibernation and mm -hmm. self-care nice. for mamas, which is so important. Mm -hmm. And the idea of rhythm rather than uh, routine, I find that routine is yeah. quite military and a little bit stressful. And rhythm is more kind of let's go with the flow let's just have our own dance and and be with what is today and so there's a lot of that in there as well and can you speak a little bit to what we've been talking about through this conversation the idea just that you know you don't have to be like a hippie that's planning yeah. a forest birth for this yeah. to be something that's good for you yeah. absolutely i oh my goodness i <laughs> I so want this to be for everybody and, and it was very much created with that in mind that um, this is a journey for mothers for all birth and I focus on there's sections on um, epidural births and cesarean births and it's very welcoming of all of that and mainly it is about a woman's growth into motherhood and her mm. her transition her initiation and her experience um, around connecting in so that mm -hmm. she can have the birth she needs for herself and for this baby. So spirit mm -hmm. birth is really about that. It is a place of complete non-judgment. It is a place for mothers to gather. It is a place for mothers to gather. I, I talk about their birthing basket and that they are just adding these pieces into their birthing basket for whatever birth they're going to have, whether it's, you know, their mm -hmm. daily experience of relaxing so that they're more at ease in themselves, whether it's mm -hmm. their knowledge about breathing, whether it's mantras, whether it's whatever it is, 
we need that for all experiences. We need that for life as mummers and women in this world. So spirit birth is definitely not just for a particular type of woman or a particular type of birth. And I am so excited to gather women that are having all different kinds of experiences and to be able to support them in, mm. in that journey. And we need more spaces of non-judgment. And it's, it's so important that women yes. feel, yeah, welcomed and, you know, let's do this, mamas, all together. So that's, yeah. that's yeah, it's, it's a beautiful program. I'm very proud of it. And I feel so great to be able to say that now and not sit mm. in judgment of myself and mm-hmm. have the critic there of it could be this or that or something else that I feel it was, it's very interesting because my, my birth with my son was not an incredibly long experience, but he took his time and I feel very grateful for that. And it's interesting because spirit birth took its time as well. So there was a, (laughs) there was a gestational period there that was longer than I wanted in certain moments. But now I go, oh, it's perfect. It's, it needed, it needed its time. It needed its space because now it is what it is. And um, I feel very excited to be able to share it with the world. Yeah. Well, when Laura, Laura was the one that sent it to me, originally and she just like texted it to me and said you know omg let's go there (laughs) let's what where who how do we how do we make this happen and i and i like opened it i mean i love how you talked about it just being this really inviting gorgeous like visual experience and i remember even just looking at your website and thinking like i don't even like even if i didn't read anything on this page i'm just i've already had an experience just looking at it just being just feeling part of it so you definitely have absolutely created that in the experience and we think that you know what what you've the actual content that it includes is is also incredible um and we're just so happy that that something like this exists because it really is different than so much else of what's out there and i feel like you know, like we've been talking about, there's a lot of stuff that is very focused on, you know, whether that's natural birth or whether it's, you know, a local course that's just not very in depth. Mm. Um, you know, they're, they're just not accessible to, to a lot of women for a lot of different reasons. So Mm. we're, we're really excited about, about what you're doing and and what you're offering and can't wait to share, Mm. to share it with our listeners because there's just something really, really important there. Yeah. And I would say too, like in, in the, same vein we've been talking about in a world of preparing and a way of preparation being control. There's an ease about what you're doing. That's more about transformation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm. so beautiful. So thank you, Lauren. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Thank you. It's so lovely to get that feedback and just to, to know that it's an experience whether women just go on and have a look and do nothing else. It's, it's nice to know that, 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 that is there and that is yeah. translating. Yeah. Yeah, I feel really excited. For sure. I feel excited and other women will create things as well and it's 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 going to be I think there's something really in this that is going to be helpful for so many so many women. Yeah. Mm. For sure. Well, we will share um in the show notes on our website we'll share links to Spirit Birth um to the the work that you're doing um and if people have any questions they can reach out to you directly. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll be able to to get them in touch with you. So, is there anything as we're wrapping up here? Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, I just final, um, I created a little wisdom. I well I, definitely, but I created a little sneak peek into Spirit Birth, so people can actually go inside and have a look. So I'll send you a link to that because I know if okay. I'm going to make an investment, I really it's great to get a look inside. So I can yeah. send you a link to that. And I'd love to offer your listeners a private mentoring session if they oh, wanted to purchase Spirit Birth, that they just would have to send me an email and say, hey, I was listening to the Mother Birth podcast and I would um, love to offer that to them if they were interested in, in that. Um, and then final wisdom would be for me just to really do that connecting in with intuition and and trusting trusting yourself so much and knowing that this journey is unfolding exactly the way that it needs to for you and not being mm-hmm. outcome focused. I think that's just such a, such a big thing to that idea of you'll have the birth that you need and yeah. it's all before you. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. laid out before you. That's thank beautiful. you so much for yeah, this amazing you. conversation. It's been so lovely to connect with you both. Mm-hmm. We agree. We have loved chatting with you and can't wait to get this episode all ready to go. <laughs> thank you so much. 
Thank you. Okay. We'll talk to you soon, Lauren. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Mother Birth today. If you want to be a bigger part of our community, you can follow us on Instagram at motherbirth.co or connect with us on Facebook, where we have all kinds of behind-the-scenes stuff going on. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and rate us in iTunes, which allows other people to find us and helps the show to grow. I think it goes without saying, but Mother Breast is a personal podcast created by Laura and Melissa. It's intended as general information. It doesn't constitute or substitute medical advice of any kind. You should always consult with your primary care provider with respect to your medical care. If you're pregnant, planning on becoming pregnant, or in the postpartum period.